welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There's several ways that you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. My email is ACIMDWLFRP. That's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave a voice message and while you're there if you'd like you can make a donation to support this podcast and I'd really appreciate that now let's get started with today's lesson good morning today is lesson 159 I give the miracles I have received. I give the miracles I have received. No one can give what he has not received. To give a thing requires first that you have it in your own possession. Here the laws of heaven and the world agree, but here they also separate. The world believes that to possess a thing it must be kept. Salvation teaches otherwise. To give is how you recognize that you have received. It is the proof that what you have is yours. I love that. That is so powerful. To give is how you recognize that you have received. Because you can't give what you don't have. It is the proof that what you have is yours because if you don't have it you can't give it so if you can give it you must have it you understand that you are healed when giving when you give healing you accept forgiveness as accomplished in yourself when you forgive you recognize your brother as yourself and thus do you perceive that you are whole wow yes when we Remember that the definition of forgiveness in the Course is not overlooking something that someone did to you. That doubly acknowledges that what they did, they did. Forgiveness here in the Course is recognizing that in truth, in spirit, in the real reality, it never happened. That's what forgiveness is. So if we recognize, if we forgive someone else, if we recognize that what someone else did never happened, then we recognize that what we have accused ourselves of doing never really happened. And when, when we recognize that, that's when we're able to recognize that what someone else did never really happened. 
and when we recognize our brother as our self, then we perceive that we are whole. We are all one. Just think about it. Just imagine it. Just, just feel what it's like to be at one with our Creator and with each other. And just imagine that connection that it's so far beyond physical. It just is this, I don't know another word to use other than sensation. It's just a really cool thing. Just try to imagine it, try to feel it. Continuing. That way we perceive that we are whole. There is no miracle that, we, that you cannot give for all are given you. Receive them now by opening the storehouse of your mind where they are laid and giving them away. So we can receive the miracle now by opening the storehouse of our mind where those miracles are laid and then taking them and giving those miracles away. Continuing, Christ's vision is a miracle. It comes from far beyond itself, for it reflects the eternal love and the rebirth of love which never dies, but has been kept obscure. As I was reading and pondering and preparing for recording yesterday's lesson, I received a thought about the word Christ and what it actually means here in A Course in Miracles. In the Bible, the word Christ is the Greek translation of the Hebrew word Messiah, which means anointed one. And the anointed one in the Bible is the one, the person, who has the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament, a king was anointed as king. And when he was the king that God wanted to be there, he received the Holy Spirit. And that's what that word Christ means in the Bible. The word Christ here the way that I see it, it, it's almost the same thing. When we are living and we are seeing ourselves as physical bodies, the Holy Spirit is sent to help us to remember the truth of who and what we are. And the Holy Spirit sees our illusions and our mistakes, and he understands why we believe in these illusions and why we make these mistakes. And at the same time, the Holy Spirit does not believe in those illusions. He knows that they don't exist, and therefore the mistakes that we made don't exist either. So we have the Holy Spirit helping us to, in that way. So the word Christ here 
is a person who, as Jesus did when he was living on earth, he remembered who he was. And he kept his physical body so that he could relate to others in their physical bodies and to lead them <clears throat> to lead them back to salva salvation, back to knowing who and what they are. So Christ's vision is a miracle, meaning when someone remembers who and what we are, then we see the truth. And that is the miracle. It comes from far beyond itself, for it reflects eternal love and the rebirth of love, which never dies but has been kept obscure. We haven't recognized that eternal love, but that eternal love has not died. It has not gone away. It has only been obscured behind the illusions that we see. So continuing. Christ's vision pictures heaven, for it sees a world so like to heaven that what God created perfect can be mirrored there. So the Christ vision, when it looks out into the world where we live and it sees the people who think that they're separate and it sees the pain and suffering that these perceived separate people experience the Christ vision sees heaven and it sees a world that is so much like heaven that what God created perfect can be mirrored there the darkened glass that the world represents can show only twisted images in broken parts the real world pictures heaven's innocence. Christ's vision is the miracle in which all miracles are born. When we remember who and what we are, even though we stay in these bodies for a little while, in order to be able to show our brothers and sisters the way back to salvation, that is where miracles come from. When we really know who we are, we are the Christ. We remember our own holiness, our own oneness with God. And that's where miracles come from. It is their source, remaining with each miracle that you give and yet remaining yours. It, Christ's vision, is the bond by which the giver and the receiver are united in extension here on earth as they are one in heaven. Christ beholds no sin in anyone, and in his sight the sinless are as one. Their holiness was given by his Father and himself. Christ's vision is the bridge between the worlds. And in its power, can you safely trust to carry you from this world into one made holy by forgiveness? 
Things which seem solid here are merely shadows there, transparent, faintly seen, and at times forgot. And never able to obscure the light that shines beyond them. Holiness has been restored to vision and the blind can see. So it's like the whole turning things upside down that was at the beginning of the course and the, and the text. Turning things upside down. Here, things seem solid. The physical things seem solid and real. And the spiritual things seem very ephemeral and unreal. And if we see anything, it frightens us. We see the spirit of another person. Oh, it's a ghost. There, when, when we have received this Christ's vision, when we actually see things that way, the spirit realm will be so much more real that we will see the light of holiness shining through things. And sometimes we'll get so caught up in this holiness, in this spirit realm, that we won't even see the physical things. And we may forget that they're even there. This is the Holy Spirit's single gift, the treasure house to which you can appeal with certainty, with perfect certainty, for all the things that can contribute to your happiness. All are laid here already. All can be received, but for the asking. Here, the door is never locked, and no one is denied his least request or his most urgent need. There is no sickness not already healed. There is no lack unsatisfied, no need unmet within this golden treasury of Christ. Here does the world remember what was lost when it was made. For here it is repaired, made new again, but in a different light. What was to be the home of sin becomes the center of redemption and the hearth of mercy, where the suffering are healed and welcome. No one will be turned away from this new home where his salvation waits. No one is a stranger to him. No one asks anything of him except the gift of his acceptance of his welcoming. Wow. Wow. Christ's vision. The Holy Spirit's gift, the treasure house to which you can appeal with perfect certainty, which we can appeal with perfect certainty for all the things that can contribute to our happiness. It's already there. It's already done. There is no sickness that has not been healed. There is no lack that has not been satisfied. No need unmet within that. Oh, wow. And in this place, this place of recognizing who and what we are, what we really, truly are, and what everyone around us is. Wow. 
what was to be the home of sin when the ego was formed and wanting to be separate. It created this world for to be a place of sin. But instead, now, when we remember who and what we are, what was to be the home of sin becomes the center of redemption and the hearth of mercy. No one will be turned away. All that is asked of anyone who wants to come in here is that they accept the gift of their acceptance, that they recognize that we accept and love them with eternal love as part of the oneness that we all are. Continuing, Christ's vision is the holy ground in which the lilies of forgiveness set their roots. Christ's vision is their home. They can be brought from here, from Christ's vision, back to the world, but they can never grow in its unnourishing and shallow soil. These lilies need the light and warmth and kindly care that Christ's charity provides. They need the love with which he looks on them, and they become his messengers who give as they have received. So here, it seems that the lilies are those who are becoming aware of who and what they are. The Christ is the one who remembers. The lilies are the ones who are being led by the Christ. They are the ones who need the warmth and kindly care and light that the Christ's love provides. They need the love with which he looks on them. And as they are, as these lilies, as these people who are being brought back to salvation, become the messengers who give the love that they have received. Continuing, take from this, take from his storehouse, the Holy Spirit, it says, the Holy Spirit's single gift, the treasure house to which you can appeal for perfect certainty. So take from his storehouse that its treasures may, may increase. His lilies do not leave their home when they are carried back into the world. Their roots remain. They do not leave their source, but carry its beneficence with them and turn the world into a garden like the one they came from and to which they go again with added fragrance. Now are they twice blessed. The message they brought from Christ, the messages they brought from Christ have been delivered and returned to them, and they return them gladly unto him. Behold the store of miracles set out for you to give. Are you not worth the gift when God has appointed that it be given you? Judge not God's son. 
but follow in the way that he has established. Christ has dreamed the dream of a forgiven world. It is his gift whereby a sweet transition can be made from death to life, from hopelessness to hope. Let us an instant dream with him. His dream awakens us to truth. His vision gives the means for a return to our unlost and everlasting sanctity in God. Powerful. Don't judge God's Son, but follow in the way He has established. Christ has dreamed the dream of a forgiven world. It is his gift that will allow this sweet transition to be made from death to life, from hopelessness to hope. Let us dream an instant with him. His dream is what awakens us to truth. His vision gives the means for a return to our unlost and everlasting sanctity in God. God, thank you. Thank you for holding this space for us that we can come back and remember who and what we are. And then, as we remember who and what we are, we can go out into the world and see it with Christ's vision and see the beauty of everything that exists and see the light and the love that is at the root of everything. Many blessings. Namaste.